First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. John Decker is standing by on the line right now. John, good morning. Good morning to you. Hope you're doing well today. As you might expect, we are just bombarded with the sure. uh, with the latest news, and of course yes. with with the governor. Um, you uh, you said you, you last week you didn't not you didn't know how he could hold on much longer. Well, that's right. Uh, what I said and maintained from the very start, uh, and this is going back months ago, it wasn't a matter of if, but when uh, he will no longer hold the position of governor. That was pretty clear to me uh, months ago in the report uh, that was delivered by the state attorney general, uh, you know, sort of sealed the deal. Uh, there was no support, as you know, as you've talked about all week, no support coming from Democrats, from anybody for Andrew Cuomo. What I don't understand, maybe you, you can explain this to me, is why the 14 days? Why does he need 14 days before leaving office? Uh, I can't imagine any instance in the private sector where someone accused of what uh, yeah. Andrew Cuomo was accused of would be given 14 days before leaving the company. I don't get it, and <laughs> we've asked the same thing. It also puts her in limbo, uh, mm-hmm. Kathy Hochul in, in limbo. I mean... Is she the governor now? Is well, no, she won't be until fourteen days is up. You have right. the, you have Cuomo issuing um, uh, COVID nineteen information today um, from his Twitter account and through press releases. I, I, that's him. That's the ego, though. Abnormal. I'll let you take the reins when I say when I you say can, it. Yeah. When I say you take the reins, uh, it's almost yeah. it's, the ego. I think is the only way you can look at it. I don't know. It's an ego thing. It's a power thing. But you know that power is slowly slipping away. Yeah. 12 days, he will no longer be governor. Uh, in 12 days, he will no longer hold public office, I don't think, ever again. I, I can't agree. imagine him uh, ever being elected in any position in New York State. Uh, I don't know you know, where he goes from here, but uh, you know, it's his own actions that put him in the position yeah. that he's in today, where he's been forced to leave the governor's mansion. Uh, interestingly, uh, they're fearing, uh, I've talked to political People who are fearing that he'll sure. run again, um, that, um, and, which is why they want to follow luck. through on the impeachment. Good luck, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, luck. it's crazy. Uh, all right, yeah. um, uh, the okay. Nancy Pelosi has threatened that uh, it's all or nothing. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, do you think she follows through on that? Well, it really depends. It depends how much power these moderate Democrats in the House have because they're not pleased. They're not pleased with what her plans are, which is to tie the $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure package, along with a $3.5 trillion reconciliation package. Uh, and in fact, moderate Democrats have been clamoring, some very publicly, for an immediate vote on that $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure legislation. John, I guess my question is, will, will voters remember this next November with, with the midterms and the midterms that, that she's kind of pulling this hijack maneuver? Uh, it depends how it all goes. Yeah. You know, uh, you know it, really, uh, I, I think it's too soon to say whether voters will remember. Uh, if Pelosi and Schumer are successful and manage to get both of these bills passed and signed by uh, President Biden, you know, I mean, those are victories. You, you yeah. can't say anything otherwise. Uh, but if she backs down, if she backs down and just puts that $1 trillion bipartisan package uh, on the floor house it will pass it may not get the votes by the way of the progressives like alexandria ocasio-cortez 
but it will be made up for it by uh, Republicans, actually, right. in the House of Representatives, sure. uh, who have large numbers who will support this package. And it does uh, do the things that are necessary in every community all throughout the country, improving roads and bridges and highways and improving broadband, the electrical grid. That's the reason why it got bipartisan support yeah. in the first place. Well, and interesting, it's what, what everyone, so many people have said is that we need to be governing from the uh, from somewhere in the middle and not from the far left, far right extremes. And this is it. And and she has to be able to see that if she requires it to be uh, to, to include the far left in this way, that it's not going to happen and nothing will get done. Well, that's right. Uh, it will uh, embolden the far left. That's yeah. for sure in terms yeah. of what they can do for the next two years until the midterm elections. Uh, and I think it will uh, lead some moderate Democrats to consider, and we saw this happen, by the way, in the past two weeks, some moderate Democrats in the House say, you know what, um, I'm done. I'm, I'm quitting. I'm, re- I'm retiring. I've, I've served all that I can serve, and now it's the, yeah. the progressives that really have the power, and even though they're a minority, but they have the vocal uh, power uh, within the caucus, and, and that's going to disappoint a lot of moderate Democrats in the House. I have about 20 seconds, Congressional Budget Office on Thursday on what this $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure package will do to the deficit. Not good, right? It, it's not good. It will increase the deficit, uh, I think, by half a trillion dollars. Uh, that being said, it did not dissuade any Republicans. Still got 19 yeah. Republican yeah. senators, including Mitch McConnell. Wow. So a lot of uh, deficit hawks ended up supporting this bipartisan infrastructure package. John Decker, thank you so much. We'll do it again. Thank you. Thanks, Bill. Bye-bye. Have a great week.